Welcome everybody to episode number 51 of the Third Sun Gaming Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, uh, senior writer at uh, XboxCulture.net. Joined as always by our co-host, starting with Mike. How you doing today? Better than the two across the street just slammed into each other in their cars, dude. Yeah, well, that's uh, definitely definitely safer in here. Um, yeah. Also joining us uh, is a staff writer for XboxCulture.net, Graham. How you doing? I'm doing amazing. I got to see one of my top bands last night. I had a great time. Didn't really kill my voice altogether, so uh, bear with Who's me that? if it sounds a little wrong. Yeah, Sync do a reunion tour? Tool, man. Tool. The oh, best, greatest bands like of all time. I was gonna guess. Oh. I was gonna guess One Direction, but I guess Tool. No, no that's I, that's, I that's next week. Uh, that's next week. Okay. And uh, joining us as well, uh, staff writer for XboxCulture.net is Eugene. How you doing? I'm doing great. Good. Uh, maybe actually just average. I'm just doing average. 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 All right. Okay. Cool. And special guest this week, uh, joining us from xboxculture.net, and I apologize, David, I forgot uh, exactly which title you have there, so remind me, uh, but David Fry, how you doing? Hey, how's it going? I'm good, I'm good. So, I think I'm just a staff writer staff as well, writer. so cool. no big worries. But David's with Welcome us this week. Welcome to the week. podcast. Oh. David's with us this week, he's kind of like horror game guru, and we're going to talk about Friday the 13th later in the show. So, uh, all of its trials and tribulations in the first week, and if there are any redeemable qualities. So we'll get to that okay. uh, a little bit later. Uh, first off, you can join in the conversation by going to our Facebook page. Look up the Third Sun Gaming Podcast Forums. That's T-H-I-R-D-S-U-N Gaming Podcast Forums. Join the community there. If you submit questions and they're right on the show, you are automatically entered into our monthly giveaway, which in June is basically going to be a weekly giveaway starting E3 week. We're going to have giveaways for every single episode that we do during E3 week. So please uh, please head over there, take part in that. And you can also follow us on Twitter, which Graham is uh, reinvested in. I th- thank you for that, Graham. Hey, at, no problem. Uh, you know. At Third Sun Gaming. So appreciate that. And please head on over to xboxculture.net and playstationculture.net to get the latest in all your gaming news. Uh, we take part in those sites and uh, contribute there, and we're happy to say that our show is part of the network over there so with all that said let's head into the news this week not a lot and uh actually before i start i want to say this will be the last week we talk about any sort of rumors before e3 next week we're not going to discuss rumors at all we're going to wait till it actually comes out i think it's kind of cool to get some surprises so mm-hmm. yeah. um, yes. i'm actually hoping i'm actually really proud of microsoft so far because all eyes i think are on them this year and they haven't leaked anything so knock, I know. knock on wood I know. I every time I keep use. looking, I'm like, please don't be like ten issues or articles of just leaks stuff. I know. That's how it's gonna happen if it does happen. And I'm I'm like you. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Yeah, because that's the one where I just want to be suppressed the most. Yeah. So I I hope that holds. But uh, this will be the last week we talk about any sort of rumors uh, before E3. So heading into news, uh, leading off this week, Brad, you're news. gonna be disappointed. But Middle Earth Shadow of War has had a change in its release date from August 22nd to October 10th. It's only a month and a half. Ooh. Yeah, like, it's not that long, and this seems to be more and more the norm now. Just delay it a couple extra months, maybe three extra months. Some of them get a lot more bigger delays, but I'm okay with two months, and they're saying they need to refine it. So I, I understand where it's coming from, and I'm totally cool with this. Kind of a yeah. letdown. I've, this is the one that I have pre-ordered. But it's it's not a big deal. I'm uh, over it. The first game didn't release too buggy, did it? Oh no, um, it was pretty good. Wasn't no, 
ran fantastic to me. Yeah. So cool, I, that'll give me two more months to actually play the first game. Yeah, so... Uh, uh, there you go. You it's know, good, if, good for that reason, right? If the first game had been super buggy and then they delayed the second one, I'd be worried. You know, yeah. that, that there's some issues, but if they're just getting it right, cool. I have no issue. Yeah, and well, with I, the, whole, the whole Nemesis system, too, mm-hmm. right? They might have to do some tweaking and like stuff like that, so I think it's overall it's going to improve the game, so take your time. This is a this is a, U, a Ubisoft title, is it not? Uh, no, no, this is Warner Brothers, correct? Yeah, it's a Warner yes. Brothers game. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. They've been known to hold stuff back all the time too, or send out Batman where it's completely unplayable. You know, you never know. Yeah, and they yeah, did, they, but I, I well, they delayed. I think uh, Warner Brothers was just couple. Oh, for a while. Go ahead, Eugene. I'm sorry. No, it's fine. I was just saying. Uh, who's the actual developer? I know Warner Brothers is a studio, but mm. I can't think of the but. Whoever developed that game, I mean that that first uh, game, Rocksteady. Rocksteady, yes, Rocksteady. Was it? No, it wasn't. Rocksteady. No, Rocksteady is Batman. Um, well, yeah. Let me. I'll look it up real yeah. quick. But anyway, uh, that that first game, it was a total surprise to everybody. No one was expecting that game to be so great. Um, yeah. It was kind of a you know diamond in the rough. It was very surprising when it released, and it it is one of my favorite games. Uh, it kind of released uh, in between the PS3 and the Xbox 360. I, I'm pretty sure it released on all those consoles plus the PS4 and Xbox One. Um, but one of my favorite games, one of the very few games that I completed 100%, uh, got the Platinum Trophy for and I, I can't wait for the second one. I mean, a month a month and a half isn't so bad, but my biggest worry is, you know, how many games are releasing in October and November that, oh, I know. you know, we're I, already I, investing time I, I and money in. I was thinking the same thing, and how, Eugene. And how yeah. many don't we know about yet? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. yeah. I that's... mean, E3 is going to come in next week, and it's just going to blow us away. Um, but I, I think August would have been would have been perfect because yeah. no, no, nothing else really huge is coming out in August that I know of, um, and it would have get been a, a good month and a half to play the game before all the major titles release. Really? So I'm pretty bummed yeah. out about it. You know, I, I, I trust uh, whoever's developing it that they will do a great job because uh, expectations are high. Um, yeah, so and I, I, I would think that they were trying to push for that date too because you're saying it's the best date for it to release so the mm-hmm. fact that they couldn't make that date it must be pretty important reasons yeah because so, you don't want to get lost in the mix of all those great games that's coming out at that point yeah and the, the only other major title that generally releases in august is madden and that's a totally different fan base so yeah, yeah it would have been a good time to get it out and, and you, you beat destiny by two weeks which probably would have been nice for them but yeah for sure but at the so same it was time, developed by Monolith. Monolith Games. Yeah, there you go. Monolith. That's the one. Yeah. Yep. So, but but I, I think if it's just to touch it up, it's there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I, I do worry Eugene about the number of games we're gonna get, but because we don't know when Mario's coming out either, right? So yeah, I, a, I, I have a strong feeling that it will not be uh, December. I don't think they want to wait because that is a huge window mm-hmm. uh, for Nintendo to not have a major release. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. So. All right, anything else on that? No. Nope. All right. Pretty much All right, life-shattering news next. That uh, <laughs> if you've ever wanted a gold PlayStation 4, next week's your lucky week. And because uh, it, by all accounts, is going to hit store shelves next week, according to leaks from Target and Walmart employees who got them and stocked it on the shelves, even though the sticker says hold until, you know, June, whatever. They put it out anyway, tried to sell it, and the register blocked the sale. So, uh, people have already been trying to buy it. So, it apparently is a real thing. It's out there, but it's coming next week. So, if you've ever wanted a gold PS4, now's time. Cool, man. Now, so like... now I can play my, my, my gold main DVDs on it. Yeah. 
Do you oh, think that's one of their a, major E3 announcements? Yeah, yeah. Hopefully that happens to me. Do you think that's one of their major E3 announcements? No. Because I mean, it, it's you don't think you don't think so. No. No. I got go, bitches. I got well, go. Why? Like, really? Bottom yeah. line, why do they have a gold PS4? It's just because of the different Money. color cell. I mean, it's what they're trying to get now is people to buy it multiple times. Yeah, yeah, and are they trying to push it now? It's a premium console because it comes in gold. Because I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> and then a question don't too: you is, know, it, is it man. is it the PS4 Pro? Or is it the standard PS4? I think standard. That's just silly. Why why would you buy a standard yeah. PS4 right now? Yeah. Well, why would you buy a PS4 Pro once we see what Scorpio's? Well, I mean, if if, if you're gonna invest in a PS4, why why yeah, not just spend a hundred dollars more to get the PS4 Pro? No, I totally yeah. Agree. So, That's what I was gonna do until I stumbled upon the deal that I got. I'm like, okay, hundred bucks more, Canadian. Mm-hmm. You, I could get like a PS4 Pro. So. And speaking of the PS4 Pro, and and, and I did, to be fair, write the article before I knew there was a gold one. But hmm. I I did write an article last week about uh, comparing just my personal taste between the Xbox One and the PS4, and uh, why I generally play on Xbox. And my PS4 kind of collects dust a lot of the time, and. And uh, although I was very clear in the article, hopefully you guys agree, that I like PlayStation 4. It's a good system, um, but there's just reasons I tend to play Xbox more. Um, it, uh, it went out and it was met with much, much butthurt on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly. What is it nowadays? I know. So no crime I, having a favorite console. I dared, I dared to attack the Precious and Golem came out. <laughs> and it was it was not good. So it's it's not the first time that's happened. I mean, PS4 fanboys have shut our website down before because we call the PS4 Pro the Semi Pro. So whatever. But uh, but anyway, if yeah. you get a chance to read that, head over to uh, xysculture.net to take a look. Um, uh, I read so, it. It was a good read. Yeah, it's a fair it's a fair article. Yeah. I, I don't think I was mean to play. Not not, not, not your article in general, but I, I think you you were being fair in the article. Yeah. So. I mean, I didn't think I was being mean. I didn't think I was being out of line. I just thought, hey, these are the reasons. No, because you, you stuck you, you stuck up, you know, you gave a lot of points to, uh, you know, why the PS4 was successful and why it's still yeah. a good system. It's just your your opinion on why you, you play it. That's all it is, is yeah. an opinion piece. But a lot of people, you know, take too much criticism, take it too much, t- take it personally. They act much, as so. if they're shareholders in the company, <laughs> and they're they're not. Yeah. But, but like Eugene, I know you, you tend to lean PlayStation, and that's cool. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. So, I mean, they're both, it's awesome that they're both successful. I mean, David, which one do you normally lean to? I, I normally lean to uh, Xbox, but mm-hmm. uh, lately I've been kind of leaning more towards the PS4 because mm-hmm. of their major releases. Yeah. Uh, like, for Valentine's Day, my fiance bought me Neo. Playing oh, that. cool. How do you like that? Mm-hmm. It's really hard. I heard <laughs> I'm that. just going to say that. It's like a Souls game, right? Yeah, it's like Souls, but it's like, uh, Edo, like Edo period Japan. Mm-hmm. Fight mm-hmm. a bunch of demons, and you got all these different kinds of weapons you can mix mm-hmm. match and do. But uh, it's it's somewhere between for me personally, somewhere between like Bloodborne, and Dark Souls, mm-hmm. Dark Souls. I couldn't do anything, but Bloodborne, it's fast paced and I can yeah. advance, progress. Sure, this is like somewhere in the middle where you have to like you can do it. But you're gonna need to grind half now. Up, up. Mm-hmm. Sure. So cool. 
Yeah, but, and I did say well, I did say in the article that you know in 2017, there's no doubt the PlayStation Four is the better exclusives. And unless, oh, yeah. unless Microsoft brings something major to the table at E3, uh, there's oh, no question. Yeah, they're they're going to need to compete with Horizon Zero Dawn, mm-hmm. and uh, my my coworker bought a point, but Persona Five. Yeah, so Persona Five and those are games that have already come out, and there's probably more to come. I mean, I don't think we'll see God of War this year. I, I really doubt it, I'd but I think we might be see, really surprised. I think we'll see the zombie game this year, though. Um, what's going to Yeah, be looking out. Uh, uh, walk backwards and shoot simulator. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Be looking out. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, Sorry, I I was just saying, uh, me and you are both writing, uh, we have two articles in the the making, one about E3 predictions and Mm -hmm. what we want, and then what, uh, you know, all of our publishers and uh, all the different stages need to do to be successful at E3. So be looking out for that next week. Yeah, and I think Mm -hmm. uh, those are going to be two good articles. And I think it's cool because every publisher or, you know, um, the big companies, Microsoft and Sony, they're all different things they need to accomplish. And it's not the same for everybody. You know, like, EA is notorious for, like, throwing Pele on stage for 40 minutes. And now developer diaries. <laughs> like, you know what I'm talking about. And just like, Well, now we yeah. can look forward to NBA, uh, you know, NBA oh, Live they, 18. They need to put NBA Live away. That franchise is failing. And yeah. if they're going to spend time on their sports franchises, put Madden up there, put FIFA up there, and maybe give a little love to, you know, NHL, UFC. But quit trying to push NBA up there because NBA 2K is the behemoth of basketball games and it's not even close. Put Tiger Woods up there. Well, that's not coming yeah. up. Tiger Woods. We're going to have Tiger Woods Forza. Forza, Forza, yeah. It's just you crashing into telephone poles. God. How far the mighty have fallen. Yes, while your ex-wife chases you with a golf club. You know, it's <laughs> it's like half golf, half driving. It's perfect sports game. So I mean, somewhere in there, there's a goat. Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> so I mean, it sounds like a good game to me. It sounds a hell of a lot better than the last PGA game they put out. So yeah. Anyway, all right. Moving <coughs> on. Uh, take two has acquired Kerbal Space Program. Graham, you know, I know you played this, right? Yes, I did. So what? Uh, any thoughts on the game? Are you still a fan of it? I know you don't really play it anymore, but. You know, it's one of those, I'd like to go back into it and put mm-hmm. time into it, but it, it's a tough game, and you would have like to like work on it and like re- refine your skills and stuff like that, mm-hmm. but the fact that Take-Two is like took interest in it and purchased it, it just, it, I'm curious what where it's going to go from there, mm-hmm. but overall, for the price of the game, it was a great game, you could kill a lot of time, if you want to be good at it, you have to be prepared to re- read and practice and work through it. So I, I would like to get back into it. Will I? I'm not sure. Mm. But, um, the fact that this so, news came up kind of makes me think about maybe it. Again. Don't, yeah. commit, don't be committal. Yeah, I know. He's but for those of us that don't know, it, it, it's kind of like a spaceship simulator, right? Where yeah. you, uh, you build a spaceship and you try to yep. get into space, right? Yep. Yeah. And, like, the physics is really accurate. Yeah. Trajectory, like yeah. And you learn how, like, different engines and, like, sequence of uh, engines firing off and the fuel mm-hmm. required and weight and it, it's it's really intense and it's legit I it's legit hard yeah, yeah. it's yeah. i remember there is it's crazy on steam whenever it came out on steam yeah. uh, people were going crazy about it and then uh uh whenever people heard about those coming on xbox like people went even crazier so think we'll see a sequel yeah. 
But it seems like it might. They acquire it unless they just want it, the technology for something, right? Because mm-hmm. I'm sure, like, the technology of, like, the physics and all like that and the algorithms, like, maybe that's something worth obtaining for something. Mm-hmm. Maybe it EA is... should obtain something like this for well, when they well, the, do their, the physics, their puck physics. The, the physics, for what I understand, are on par with NHL. Right. Because <laughs> NHL used the Hadron Collider. Yeah. Or the person what? who worked on it, or whatever, or swept the janitor. Around. Yeah, the person who yeah. swept around it. I don't know, but or sorry, custodial technician. <laughs> yes, custodial technician. There you go. But um, yeah, I mean, so it's kind of a straightforward story. It's just uh, take two purchased it. So I think there's a future for the franchise, mm-hmm. and uh, that's that's a good thing because it is. It's cool to see games like that where people can actually learn stuff too, rather than just yeah. shoot stuff. So that's kind of cool. All right, now the article I just ta- I just was talking about that I wrote, I mentioned in there that there's some things about Sony and their press conferences that just turn me off, and one of the prime examples of that was when they got on stage and asked everybody to give money for Shenmue Three, Shenmue Three, and right. it was really just a turn off kind of moment because Sony could fund that game by the, with the snap of a finger if they wanted to. Yeah. Um, but they went on stage E three and actually asked people to give money, you know, gamers that don't make anywhere near, you know, what these people do and, you know, harder money, all that good stuff. Yeah. Now the game was funded, they hit their goal of like two million dollars or whatever before the people even left the stage. In two thousand and fifteen. Alright. And last year we didn't see anything of this game. And we mm-hmm. made a point to talk about it on the podcast during E three last year. Mm-hmm. Now they've announced that Shenmue 3 will not be at E3 2017 either. And Eugene, you have a theory about this. You want to go ahead and share? Yeah, so I, I just looked up the Kickstarter again to remind myself how much money they've raised. They've raised $6.3 million. Mm-hmm. $6.3 million and 69,000 backers. Mm-hmm. So about 26,000 of those backers uh, uh, are owed a digital copy of the game. Which is which is a lot of people, and that's a lot of uh, money to pledge on Kickstarter. But I, I just have a strong feeling that I, I don't think they're going to make their date. Uh, their estimated delivery for this game is December 2017. This no December. way. Yeah. So this December, and I, I really think that they're going to be held accountable by Kickstarter because Kickstarter does have pretty aggressive rules to if you do not uh, meet up to your promises for a game, that you've got to refund uh, all your uh, you know the people that uh, funded your Kickstarter. So I, I, I just have a strong feeling that since we haven't heard anything about it, which, you know, a lot of Japanese developers, um, they'll announce their game and they won't talk about it for a while. But to go this long and not hearing about it, uh, I, I'm just reminded of uh, The Last Guardian yeah. and Final Fantasy XV, where all these projects they get, which Final Fantasy XV did come out, um, but they got rehashed. And they're, they're not going to give up Final Fantasy XV uh, but they changed the title many times. Uh, oh. It was going to be a 13 spinoff, and then 14 online came out, and then finally Final Fantasy 15 came out. Yeah. Um, but it was over a 10-year period, same thing with Last Guardian. I don't think you can do that with Shenmue. I mean, Shenmue was a fantastic game on the Dreamcast if you never played it, but there's just not... It doesn't have the, the ability to do things like that uh, right. like they did with Final Fantasy. So I, I really don't think they can... Um, live up to this pledge and I, I honestly think it might get hash and yeah. they'll have to refund all these and, uh, people that donated to yeah. the Kickstarter. And if this game was coming out in December, they would have a lot to show off at E3. That's yeah. what I was thinking. That's what I was going to say. There's yeah. no way. There's no way December. No. no. Any other no. thoughts on that? 
I, I you know I... what? Just real quick, I just think that you know what it, they signed. They signed a deal with with Homeboy, didn't they? So now he, he's an exclusive to PlayStation and is no longer under contract. What was it with Capcom? No, with Konami. Um... Konami, yeah, yeah. So basically, they just pimped him for the money. Well, that's like, not, here. that wasn't Shenmue though. He's not making Shenmue. He's making Death Stranding. Yeah. You're... Yeah, you're you're thinking yeah. two different. Yeah, you're, you're thinking oh. about yeah you're Hideo Kojima. It's not Hideo yeah. Kojima. Uh, this is Yu Suzuka, um, yeah. who created the Shaman franchise. Uh, um, oh, Suzuki okay. Now Rabbit. I remember this yeah. clearly. Yeah, okay. so yeah. I remember right, now, yeah. right? Yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. And really, I think PlayStation, you know, jumped on this. Uh, they jumped on this title so they could have rights for it. You know, to show that they supported it. Um, they didn't support it with any funding. They just gave them some stage time to say, hey. <laughs> Um, you know, yeah. this is this is game that's coming out, and Sony supports it, even though you know we're not going to donate any money to it. We want you to, you know, put your money into it. But I, I really don't think they can make a December twenty seventeen promise. And like I said, no Kickstarter chance. they they have they have rules. They have yeah, rules. That'll, um, that'll be interesting to watch for sure. Yeah, yeah. It'll be a mess. It's going to be a mess. And it's going to be nine. Spend number nine all the money. <laughs> yeah, mighty yeah, number nine. Mighty number nine. <laughs> oh yeah. So. Up next, a game that I get more excited for every single trailer I see, Destiny 2. Uh, the beta, uh, the, the date for the beta anyways, possibly even leaked. Uh, an image that was released this week, a uh, screenshot, um, showed up in the corner of the, the amount of glimmer the person had at 17,177, which could indicate a date of 7-17-17, which is a Monday, as the launch date for the beta. And I know that it's a closed beta at first for people who pre-ordered and then they open it up at the end for um, people who haven't pre-ordered yet, just to give everybody a chance to play it. Okay. And it last time, if I remember right, this was over a week long, wasn't it? The beta, either a week or over a week. So I think if you had PlayStation, it was over a week. Yeah. If you were on Xbox, it was like maybe four or five days. Yeah, something like that. But I know I played the hell out of it. It's a good amount of time. Yeah. So And it yeah. seems like the right time. Because last year they did it towards the end of July. It's kind of in the same time frame. It's before any games mm -hmm. start to release. I think it's the yeah. perfect time to do it. And, you know, the, the only other major beta that's going to be taking place this summer is the Call of Duty one. Which is yeah. probably going to be more in August. So, yeah, I think it's perfect time to do it. Plus it gives them two months or a month and a half to kind of tweak things for the game. So, right. it's probably true. And, you know, these gaming companies love to hide little things little hints in their in their stuff so mm -hmm. very well maybe true and it's a good catch by someone if, if it's true it's a great catch but yeah but I'm really I, I, yeah go ahead mike <clears throat> i really feel sorry for the the new lord of the rings game because if they had that out in august it would be they'd have so many more sales than they will in november or october with october, october. Mm-hmm yeah, because all you're gonna get your wallet's gonna get smashed left and right. There's gonna be so many other games people are gonna buy. I'm, you know, I'm with you. I'm a little worried that with this date change, that this game could get sunset overdrived. Yep. And let's face it, even Tomb Raider, as good as yep. the, the the second one was, got got sunset overdrive too. Yep. So yes, that that game. I agree on that. That was the biggest example, probably. I mean, that was a fantastic game, and Sunset was too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But Fallout 4 and Tomb Rise of the Tomb Raider. On the same day. And, and, and 4, yeah. And didn't Halo 5 come oh. out like a week and a half before it? Somewhere around there. Something like that. But I'll, 
So but there was no no way people were gonna. There were very very small percentage of people that were gonna go get Tomb Raider over yeah. Fallout Four. In fact, that's what yeah. it was. It was Halo Five, and then the next week it was Call of Duty, and then the week after it was Fallout Four mm-hmm. and Tomb Raider. I remember and good that. luck. And then this yeah. year we have Assassin's Creed too. So yeah, yeah. But for me, Shadow of War is still that will be the one I will play. Like I'll play Destiny Two, obviously. As well, but my go-to will be Shadow of War. Yeah. I mean, if it comes out in October, I'm just waiting till Black Friday to pick it up half off. That's not a bad idea, honestly. Yeah, that's yeah, if, if it's coming that late and with yeah. all the money that we're spending on other games, yeah. it, I'll, yeah. I'll, have to, I'll have to wait for some good deals. Yeah, that's what I did with Battlefield and Titanfall 2. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He's winning $25 Black right Friday. Yep. Titanfall, oh, got, excuse me, Titanfall got smashed, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And... Yeah, Titanfall kind of suffered the same fate, even though Titanfall 2 is awesome. And, mm-hmm. you know, the, it's a good strategy, and I've always felt that, I know I've talked about it on the show before, but especially with single-player games like, you know, Shadow War, that mm-hmm. it doesn't really hurt you to wait a little bit, because you're going to get the same experience. You're not going to be outgunned and yeah. outmatched by people who are already level 50, you know, right. by yeah. waiting. So, if you if well, it takes waiting six weeks to get the game half price, why not? Yeah. I just thought about something though. They did they did cut their own fingers sending out that that uh, public beta and where everything was different. And then, you know, they're like, okay, okay, okay. And then they put t- getting a Titan back to how it was before. Oh yeah, you but that, well, that was a, a, a stress test though. That wasn't even a beta. But but I see what you're saying. And because I was yeah. a little, you remember I, my opinion? I was a little iffy on it. And I mm-hmm. even said on the show the only reason I'm still getting this because I had already pre-ordered it. But right, right. then I played it, and I'm like, this is the game I love. This is the franchise I love. So, yeah. and, and I think when they did the stress test or the tech test, they just did uh, they did one of the new modes where it was a little different, the criteria for getting a Titan. Mm-hmm. So, and, and I think mm. a lot of people kind of jumped off the, you know, the deep end. So, I love jumping off the deep end. It's like my favorite thing to yeah, do. Yeah, I know. I mean, if, if, you can't, <laughs> if you can't have, like, you know, no fact, reactions with no facts, I mean, uh, how, are if you, you can't over, how are you American? If you, if you can't overreact, then what fun is it? I know. So, all right, let's uh, let's wrap up news with uh, the Golf Club 2. Anybody that likes golfing games out there? Uh, yes. Yeah, it's the Golf Club 2 is on its way uh, June 27th, and it's now available for digital pre-order and download on the Xbox One. So, hey, Tyler. Yeah. Does it have multiplayer? I don't know. I did look, but I didn't see. And I know there are some bonuses you get for pre-ordering the game, like oh, special boy. clubs, special whatever. Um, there are some bonuses. Tiger Woods in there. DLC. No. He's not a playable would, character. We can confirm that. I would love to have like Tiger Woods 14 back or especially Tiger Woods 10, and just be able <laughs> to play that. Just make that a backwards compatible game and support it with. You know, Tiger Woods 10, hell yeah, I want to go back to being Dead Space guy again. Yeah, that was fun. So, yep. <laughs> all right. Anything else, gentlemen? Yeah, you uh, did Mike, miss yeah, one. You your, uh, yeah, you missed one. What did I miss? Oh! You want to talk about it? Ubisoft, yeah. Ubisoft. Yeah. Ubisoft confirms Assassin's Creed reveal at E3. And, uh, you know, I think we all kind of knew that was coming, but the best news out of this... And I apologize to Aisha Tyler. Drum roll, please. Yes. Yeah. I, Aisha I'm Tyler sorry. will not be hosting the uh, Ubisoft briefing on the Monday V3. So, Best decision yeah. ever. <laughs> Best decision ever. Interesting. It was just so awkward and bad and cheesy. Like, yes. And I've seen Aisha Tyler on different TV shows where she's been good. 
but man in that setting it's just not a video game conference is not for her no it's like some of the jokes she was making i remember uh with trey parker and matt stone about the stick of truth was just i I just i wish they would just kick her off stage well she's (laughs) she's coming out there and like dropping f-bombs left and right too yeah you know and it's not really a setting for that it's not very it's a, professional. It's a professional environment, you know, and it's not really the place for that. But uh, anyway, we, we wish her the best. We know she loves games, that, that much is obvious. So, as you know. Maybe Microsoft will pick, a, pick her oh, up God, for their no. conference. You know, I'll, well, I'll say that. You guys forget, you guys are forgetting one, one thing. Aisha Tyler is extremely popular because she is the voice of the, the girl on Archer. And Archer's oh, yeah. a big fan favorite of, of gamers. Yep. yep. You know, so what I, you know what I, I bet Aisha Tyler could do really, really well in a in a well, I um, bet it, in a conference. Besides what you suggest, <laughs> is snap her, is snap her fingers above her head. Oh, so no. I know the perfect company no. for her to host for. <laughs> There's no way that would ever fly. Mm. Nintendo yeah. conference hosted by Aisha Tyler. Let's yeah. do it. Yeah. One more thing before we take off from the news. Did you um, did you mention anything about City Skylines? No, yet? I will do that right now. So City Skylines has got me long-awaited update for Xbox One, where now you can uh, fast forward through time a little quicker. Uh, Mike, you said, you said before it was like wow. 30 seconds to get through what? Like how long? Third, what was that? What was the original like time frame on Xbox One? It was taking like how long to get through how much time? Oh, for one day it was it was close to was it thirteen seconds a day? Okay, thirteen. Yeah, thirteen seconds a day about that, and that's that's a long time. And you've seen yeah. the the size of the the cities I've built, and yeah. so I'm like, dang. Yeah. So, so, so that's that, good. Ought, that ought to bring that ought to, that ought to breathe a little bit more life into the game on the Xbox now. Good. So that'll that'll make uh, and, and it's just bringing it up to the standard it was at a PC. It's not right. like it's not like Xbox players have a you know lower attention span. It's just bringing it up to <laughs> you know. So basically, yeah. all, they, all they need at this point is mod support, and it'll be good. Yeah. So cool. All right, everybody. That's gonna do it for news this week. Of course. Well, it's safe to say that our new releases, especially for PS4, are mostly coming to us on June sixth. Yeah. But, yeah. Yep. But that's a Tuesday. But to start things off, I'm gonna start with some DLC for both PS4 and Xbox One. We have some highly anticipated DLC for an MMO that many people have logged many hours into. Oh, yeah. And now they'll have some more incentive to continue doing this. Talking about the Elder Scrolls Online, and this DLC is called Morrowind. Yep. And this DLC will be released on June 6th and will be released for Xbox One and PS4, joining the PC release, which released on May 22nd. Mm-hmm. So now let's go over to PS4 releases. That's all happening on June 6th. Yep, everyone. We have Dark Rose Valkyrie, Clay Dunn Returns. This is Sengoku. <laughs> what was that? that? Sengoku. Oh, okay. Yeah, there we go. See, I said it right. Practicing. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have Wipeout Omega Collection, Dirt 4, Super Beat X Onic, Light of. The Town of Light, and Perception. Okay. Now, those looking to get Dirt 4, because I'm sure there's many people out there, they sure. can also pick it up for Xbox One and PC. But if you're planning on getting it for the PC, you'll have to wait three extra days for its release date on the 9th. Oh, no. Yep. 
And along with Dirt 4, the PS4 will share release dates with PC and Xbox One systems. For PC players, Clay Dunn Returns, this is <laughs> Sengoku, will, <laughs> will share its release date with the PS4. Mm-hmm. And for Xbox One owners, we have Superbeat Exonic, The Town of Light, and Perception. Now, both, per- both The Town of Light and Perception will release on the 6th and can be picked up for either Xbox One, PS4, or both, if you choose to do so. Mm-hmm. As for Superbeat Exonic, it'll be released one day after on uh, one day after the PS4 release. Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. Sonic, by the way. Sonic? Yeah, just Sonic. The next? Yeah, Sonic. Why did you do this stuff? It's I don't know. I don't know why they gotta make it uh, complicated. Gotta make, gotta make it complicated. Alright, also on the 6th, we have a title releasing for Xbox One and PC. That title is Neighbor Horde. Now, sounds like it <laughs> sounds you like said a that right. game to me, huh? <laughs> Glad you said that one right. Damn, yeah, I thought it was like a Leisure Suit Larry thing or something. Yeah. <laughs> hey, one could hope. So to finish off our Xbox One releases for next week, we have Zazen and Refunct. Now, both titles will be released on the 7th. Uh, for the Nintendo side, we have new releases for both the Nintendo Switch and the 3DS. First, we have releasing on the 6th for the 3DS, Farming Simulator 18. Hell know, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a big Woo. one. Everyone's more. A lot and of people finally, like the game. Oh, they I know. do. They really it's, do. It's not bad to watch if they have if they have a good personality on Twitch. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like Cheese Whiz, man. It adds personality. And finally, on the Switch, you can get Goner on the 8th. And that will do it for new releases. So let's say, Mike, what's cooking in the deals department this week? Well, Grammy and the rest of the party people out there, let's start with what's available for free for the Xbox in June. So we're going to start out with Speedrunners. It's available right now as of today. Make sure you get that downloaded as in the 6th, the 15th, or the 16th. Uh, Watch Dogs will be available for free. And so will the DS- DLC for Phantom Dust. Um... Starting today, Assassin's Creed 3 is free on the 360, and starting on the 16th, Dragon Age Origins will also be free as well. Going over to the PlayStation. Finally got the list. They love to save it till the last day of the month. Uh, Killing Floor 2. Um, Life is Strange, which is a pretty damn good game. Great game. Yep. Um, that's also available for free on the PS4. We got Abyss Odyssey, which is on the PS3. Um, World, Ra- World World Rally Championship 5 on the PS3. Uh, Neon Chrome, which is on PS Vita, which will which is crossed by with PS4 and Spy Chameleon in the same boat as that one. So that's what's for free for those two machines. Now it's a little like I said, it's a little thin this this week. So we got a few for the Xbox. One like one for PlayStation and one for uh, um, um, Switch. So, got a $50 Xbox gift card, uh, $43.69 via CD keys with the Facebook promo code. So, you know, that's almost $7 off of free money. money. Yeah, it's free money, so get on that while you can, and that's that's fresh. Um, Xbox One S wireless controller, latest model, with Metal Gear Solid 5, Phantom Pain is $39.99 at Newegg via eBay. I mean, Jesus. I mean, that's a controller that's that's discounted, plus you get a, basically get a free game with it. So, you know, to hold me back. Uh, Xbox One S, uh, one terabyte console, Gears of War 4 bundles, $239 at Newegg. 
Um, refurbished one terabyte Xbox One with the division is one ninety five. Are you okay? <laughs> yeah, sorry, I had to clear my throat real quick there. Um, one ninety five eighty seven via eBay as well. Um, the only real thing uh, that that they have for the PlayStation Four this this month, I mean this right now is thirty five percent off select PS Four games via Newegg. So they've got a list of them you can go check out. It's probably, you know, just as good as Amazon's deals and stuff like that. Um, UFC, NHL, FIFA, a lot of the EA Sports games are on sale and last until the 5th of this month. So, you know, EA Access isn't on PS4, so if you want to check out those deals, go for it. I think, like, NHL is like 10 bucks hmm. or something. That's not, that's not bad at all. And um, for the Switch, GameStop has... Five different bundles available, anywhere from three ninety nine to four sixty nine. You know the usual suspects. They got a Zelda bundle, they got a Mario Kart bundle with some extra accessories. You know, you gotta go check those out because you know they're just flavors. So that's pretty much it for me, Ty. I mean, that's it's like I said, it's a thin, thin week. All right, I think we'll see a lot more deals coming in the next couple of weeks. Um, both consoles had generally have a pretty good sale during E three, so yeah. I'm sure we'll see some cool stuff there. Um, also, when we see new consoles announced, you generally see other consoles get marked down a little bit, so mm-hmm. we might see some stuff happening then. All right, let's move into our interview segment, and uh, we did have David on this week to talk about Friday the 13th, and he's currently writing the review for Xbox Culture Net, which will probably be posted tonight or tomorrow. Well, by the time you listen to this, it'll already be up. Mm-hmm. So, so read it. So read it. <laughs> And, uh, David, what were your initial thoughts on the game? And I know there are a lot of issues, so let's talk about those first, actually. So what are the issues that have kind of plagued the game since the start? Well, the main issue that people have had with the game was that it was not letting them get past the title screen, mm-hmm. which and they were saying, like, database login error. And that was just... Huh. We, like, I don't know, people claiming that they couldn't pass it, patch coming in to fix that mm-hmm. but by playing the game I did come across a, a like a quick fix like, I did get that hey I game and oh, we're losing them a little bit here so yeah a um, little bit <laughs> so uh, you're saying there's a quick fix and rather than doing the quick match you should do what well Quick fix for the database login error. Okay. Hit Y to go offline, and then you'd hit oh, A to okay. like sign in, and then it would work. For whatever. Huh. It Weird. It's funny they make those little workarounds, eh? But yeah. I, I don't know. That's what the internet's for, right? There, right? They learn these little tips so yeah. people are figuring out how to get through menus and stuff. Sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I know. Um, so Thanks, what, once you actually got into a game. Like, how fun is the game? Is it good? Is it Does it have a lot of replayability to it? Uh, right now, it's really light on content. Like, there's only... Let me, do, let me do a quick... Six, seven, eight, nine. There's, like, uh, seven Jason. Okay. As if you don't have the pre-order one. Uh, mm-hmm. And then there's probably around ten or so. Counselors, okay. Yeah, the counselors all have different stats. Some are better at them. So now, if I remember right from looking at it, the counselors, you can't even unlock, like, the second one until level, was it 10 or 15? Well, they give you, like, uh, you do three or four right at the start. 
mm-hmm. uh, and one of which one of which is like the average Joe guy. He's like five. And everything. Sure, that's one to start out in. Okay, uh, but once you start playing the game, it doesn't give you a. Hey, if you want to call the cops, you should find this. Mm-hmm. Do this or how to escape from Jason. It's just like, hey, go play. Just go, just go, so, go ahead and jump in and go. Yeah. Okay. And so you're like, okay, how do I lay down these traps? Mm-hmm. All right. So it takes like a game or two to beat. Okay. So do you, do you have any kills over Jason yet? Do I have any kills over Jason? Yeah. I have. Not, I have not killed Jason yet. I know I did see some. Flipping Do me a favor, stop and say that part again. We just made a little bit of bad connection, everybody. I apologize for that, but um, stop and say that part again, please. There were uh, Xbox Game Hub where people would for that specific achievement. Okay, okay. Because because quick matches aren't working right now. Right. You have to do private matches, so it's really easy to get people in. Sure. But it is yeah. really, really hard to kill Jason. Yeah. Mike, I know you were saying you saw something online, like a kind of an easy way to kill Jason, or maybe not easy, but a surefire way, if you can pull it off. Well, as far as I know, I mean, you know, you got, you got all your friends and you rally the troops, and then Jason's going to start making the screen, you know, fist and everything like that. And he shows up, you whack the hell out of him until he goes down. <laughs> and, and then... And then uh, um, when he gets back up, you got to have somebody be able to to aim really well because apparently it's kind of tough to to get an overhand swing on him and crack his crack his his uh, mask off. Once his mask comes off, that other guy that you can come back as with, with the with the rifle, you give him the machete and he goes running up. And as soon as um, um, Jason's you know in, incapacitated, goes up and just just machetes him right across the freaking skull and that's it he's mm-hmm. done so i've heard uh doesn't cory feldman like make an appearance he's like a special character that you can call like the sheriff that, or something i don't can... know but i know the character he was t- talking about was tommy jarvis yeah who is like the main like rival to jason because he's the mm-hmm. only one to have like killed jason yeah so that's cool. who i'm thinking of. i'm sorry I, okay yeah he, he wasn't he he so played the I kid version of Tommy in part four. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Part three or part four. Because he comes out with a shotgun, right? Yeah, he, he comes, comes out with a shotgun. He spawns in, he has the shotgun. Yeah, and that, that stuns Jason for a while, and then you have the chance to escape. Mm hmm. Yeah. Or, like I said, you, you, know, you knock his ass down and then knock his helmet off, and then what's his face? Mr. Jarvis comes in and goes, yeah! And that's it. Yeah. You actually go, so David, I'm gonna ask you, do you normally? Well, I don't know how many times you played, but do you use the same counselor over? Have you tried experiment with other ones just see how much they vary by having like different stats, or do you normally just go with the same one? Uh, I I vary because you know I'm still fairly early on because of all the issues, mm-hmm. but uh, there's one that's unlocked from the start like i said the average joe guy he was kind of my favorite from the get-go but then there's also uh like a athletic black girl one she's like really she can run for quite some time and that's handy yeah Mm -hmm. yeah uh and then there's 
uh, like some Asian goth girl that's uh, pretty good in like sneaking around, but she's really slow. I messed okay. up on with them, and yeah. I last night last night I just unlocked like the jock character, like the player mm-hmm. guy, and he's mm-hmm. he's got the stamina, the speed, and the strength. Mm-hmm. So, but before well, let me I guess, he lacks intelligence. Take... <laughs> yeah, yeah. no, honestly, yeah, yeah. Uh, but before I could like take a swing at Jason, the game disconnected. Oh, uh, that's disheartening, eh? So yeah. do, you, do you have a couple that you picked out that you're generally going to... Because I'm sure you play the game differently when you're doing a review than you would if you're just playing, right? So, it, you know, you want to try out all the characters. Are, are there a couple that are your absolute favorite so far other than the one that's fives across the board? Uh, uh, as of right now, it's, uh, I kind of ping-pong between that one and then the uh, athletic black girl okay. right now. Uh, but there's still a handful that I haven't unlocked yet just because of, like, the XP problem. And- sure. And yeah. stuff like that so another another question real quick so next month we get what's it called dead by dawn is that correct dead by daylight or dead by daylight so it's it's kind of a competitor i mean it really is and yeah. do you think this game is going to hold up enough to still be relevant because a lot of people in our community are really kind of hesitant to buy this game because they see it being sort of a flash in the pan something that's really popular for two or three weeks and then nobody plays it anymore do that's you, my fear for yeah. it Especially if they don't get these problems fixed quickly. Mm -hmm. Because it's been, you know, a week. And the Xbox release didn't even release on time. It was supposed to release at, it was was like midnight Eastern time. And it didn't even release until like 11, noon the next day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I was was watching for it. And I I, I actually went because we... We recorded the show last week, and then I was I was still up and went to go download the game, and it wasn't there. And it took the uh, middle of the day the next day to yes, wait. yeah, same here. When I came home from work the next day, uh, it wasn't even like technically like in the, the store list. You had to mm-hmm. search for it. Mm-hmm. So I know, like when we talked in Skype chat, because I, I initially hinted that I might want to do the review for this game, and and uh, you, you you very quickly and enthusiastically stated your your intent on doing it. So that, that's cool. Um, do you, what's your excitement level about the game now? You know, are, is it anywhere near where it was before it came out? Do you see yourself still loving this game? And what's it going to take for them to kind of get get you to, to play this game consistently once you're done with the review? Uh, you know, I'm still going to play it for a while because I've played, you know, I've been playing for about a week or so now. And mm-hmm. even like that first time Jason comes up on you, Mm-hmm. It gets your heart raised. You're not gonna be like, sure. "Whoa, crap!" like out loud, <laughs> but you're you're gonna feel it. And they, right. that's the good thing about this game is they got the atmosphere down perfectly, and and that's one of the more redeeming things about it. Cool. Like I said at the review, is when it works, it works great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's unfortunate that this is the kind of experience that it's giving you because. It is hurting the game overall, and now people are hesitant at getting it. It's almost like a no man's buy now, where everyone's like, they're like, yeah. <laughs> now they don't you want know? to buy it. They've seen reviews, they've heard what people say about it, and they're like, okay, well, I don't want to deal with this. And then next thing you know, another great game is going to come out, and then it's just going to get lost, which is unfortunate. Awesome. But it seems to be yeah. what's happening. You know, this could be this could be proving that the evolve formula is not a good formula for video games. 
we will see with the dead by daylight if that you know is it is it, is it going to be one thing one versus a whole bunch of people or is it going to be a few things versus people or how is that how's it going to go on the multiplayer thing I think it's one monster, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Dead by Daylight yeah. is still one serial killer versus I don't know how many people. Yeah. But in Friday the Thirteenth, it's one v seven. Yeah, yeah. So by the time you you know it, it does, it might take a little bit to get going. But once you get going, you're gonna find them and it mm-hmm. down a little bit. But you're gonna have all those powers. Yeah, sure. You can't find the last two people or so. Yeah. So mm-hmm. something else too. You're you're able to play as Jason, yes. right? So how many times have you played at Station, and how much? What what's the difference in the experience? Uh, as Jason, you, I kind of have a little more fun with it because, uh, you know, in game chat you can hear as Jason, you can hear the other people as you get close to them. The yeah. Thing. So if they're talking through their their headset, and you're talking through yours. You hear each other. Ah, uh, that's so an it's, feature. it's just nice when you walk through the forest and you hear people. Oh man, we just need oh, keys to get to the car. Cool. <laughs> that's cool. Oh man, did yeah. I hear somebody yeah. say something about keys? And I like that. I've I've heard that playing as Jason is a lot more fun. It's just a little bit more rare to uh, play as Jason. Yeah. So yeah, but it's still the it's still the evolve equation. You know, one versus four or whatever. You know, and that fa- failed miserably. So if this one fails. And the next one fails, fails. Maybe it's just time to get off, get up, well, uh, get off of that. But Dead yeah. by Daylight had a good run on PC, right? It's that's a game that's been I, out on PC. I already. believe it still is. Yeah. It it kind of got a little bit of a resurgence because I think they had like a Michael Myers Halloween DLC. Oh, cool. nice. Yes, it so, would. Yeah. So they're kind of confused. Well, Friday the Thirteenth <laughs> is coming out. We got Michael Myers now. Mm-hmm. Michael My- Michael Myers one I could actually um, get down with more than the um, Friday Thirteenth one because Michael Myers can drive cars he can do all kinds of crap. Well, in, you know? in that's the thing with Jason in this one he's got different powers and yeah right you, know, you you hold right bumper and then press like one of the face buttons A B X Y and you can do different things mm-hmm. like the first one you get I think it's called Morph it's right bumper and B and it allows you to teleport anywhere around the map. That's yeah. how Jason gets around so fast. Mm-hmm. Right. And then the next one is right bumper and A, and it's, it's like a blood sense or your sense. sense. It's like um, radar. Yeah. yeah, you get to, uh, and you see like red silhouettes. And mm-hmm. once they get to like a building, you'll just see like this big building glowing red off. Of it. <laughs> oh, yeah, there they are. Uh, and then like the next one, right bumper and X, is a like an evil dead first person camera that allows you to like. Kind of oh, just cool. here for a second, and you go around through the woods. It's not quite like, but it, it yeah, can, I can't run as fast cool. as this counselor. Let me cut them off, and you yep. just appear right in front of them, and it allows you if you mm-hmm. kind of, you can get a quick habit. Nice. Yeah. So what's, then, what's the craziest kill you've seen? Um, I mean, one of my favorites is you you choke him as Jason. You kind of lift them up off the ground a bit. Mm-hmm. And then he takes his free hand and he just punches a hole through their torso. He's like <laughs> okay. the ribs and everything. You can like punch people's heads off. Wow. There's yeah. one, uh, I don't remember what it's called, but the baby the computer. Take mm-hmm. the X and you, like, they're on the ground. Take the X. Swing it. And no, say, say that part again, David. So you're, they're on the ground, you hit X, I think you said? You. 
they're on the ground and you have your axe. Oh, okay. Yeah, you swing at their crotch. <laughs> and then they're like, oh! And then you just rip it out and you hit them in the neck with it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah like, I, I watched uh, a montage of, like, all the, well, I don't know about all of them, but a ton of different deaths in that game. And there are some gruesome, gruesome deaths. Yeah, you can, like, squish somebody's head. Yeah, the game. fireplace one, too. Yeah, there's environmental weapon yeah, kills. Yeah, that one's well pretty intense. Nice. Kills. So I saw a pretty, saw a pretty right. funny one. Uh, so I was watching Angry Pug stream, and he's got some people who play with him that are pretty funny. And uh, um, he came back as Jarvis because he got killed. Mm-hmm. And J- they were getting the car ready, and he was on the other side of the car, and Jason appeared and either kicked or punched the car, and the car went, went the back end went um, fishtailing and hit him and killed him. Oh, great. I yeah, haven't seen I that, that That's cool. Yeah. So... He's like, how the hell did that just happen? Because it happened so fast on screen that, that you couldn't tell. He just turned into a puddle on, on the ground, you know? So uh-huh. he went to the replay, and you could see that the, that Jason hit the car, and the car just, just splattered him, just right to the ground. Good night, Irene. Great. So, so Dave, before, we, before we get to the score you're going to give, um, what are some of the other horror games you really like? Like, I, you know, for me, I really like Evil Within. Um, even, like, Layers of Fear I played last year, which I thought was a different kind of horror game. Um, no enemies, but kind of that psychological mess with your head type thing. Yeah. Uh, what are some of the other games you like? Uh, I was I really liked Resident Evil Seven. Like it was okay. really short, but it was it was a good game. I really liked it. Uh, if I had a PlayStation VR, I'd love to play it in VR. Sure. Yeah. Because I had I actually was able to play the demo at like a GameStop before the game mm-hmm. came out. And it's great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did I did enjoy Layers of Fear and stuff. I liked uh, it was an indie game, but it was called Spooky's House of Jump Scares. Okay. Uh, or now it's called Spooky's Jump Scare Mansion because of legal issues. Okay. Uh, <laughs> of course. All right. And then there's uh, another indie game, SCP Containment Breach. Okay. Uh, those, it's there's like a an internet community, kind of like a creepy pasta, thing, and it's okay. There's things called SCPs, and they're like crazy monsters and different things. And hmm. Some of them oh. can kill you. Some of them are lethal, and it's just. They all break out, and you're stuck in the middle of huh. these things. That sounds interesting, actually. So yeah, I might have to might have to check that out. All right. So, what is the score that you plan on giving uh, Friday Thirteenth? And please, everybody, go read his review at ExpressCulture.net. It should be up uh, by the time you listen to this. So, what's the score you plan on giving? Uh, right now, I'm giving it a six out of ten, uh, just okay. because. Uh, like, I'm a fan of the series, but because. It, in the broken state that it is, I can't give it a good score. Right. Once they once right. they fix everything, I, I feel like I could give it at least a seven point five or an eight. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. And, and, and I, I agree with you. I think I mean, unfortunately you have to review the game in the state it's in, right? Yeah. And and yeah, they're planning on fixing it, but there was they were supposed to have a fix Wednesday, weren't they? Yeah, and they were like, like, yeah, middle of the week. And then yeah. I, I don't even think PS4 has gotten the patch, and PS4 is supposed to get the patch before Xbox. Mm-hmm. Uh, Steam has it. Steam got the patch, but it's also yeah. the easiest to implement. That was their thing, saying, well, Xbox mm-hmm. has the longest QA thing, and as we've been dealing with that, we found more things right. fixed mm-hmm. or had to it or whatever. Well, and it, it kind of stinks because it's almost like they've been punished for success, but at the same time, they should be ready. Because yeah. they, they claim that a lot of this happened because they they literally sold so many more copies of the game than they thought they were going to. 
Yeah. And the like they were blew up. Yeah, like they were. I think they were prepared for between like, based on the beta that they had, like they their average concurrent players were like five thousand. Yep. And then they yeah. added a little bit of cushion, and then they tripled it because of the three consoles they were on. And then sure. they added some more cushion, and yeah. it ended up being like thirty-five. Yeah, thirty-five. Yeah. Cool. When they got hit on launch day, they got hit for seventy-five thousand at one time. Yep. So they and their servers yeah. got to like fifty thousand, and then just crapped out. Yeah. Yeah. That's See, the big the thing they said about that is like they had like the numbers of pre-orders. They knew how many people were getting it so they're like there's not an excuse but i don't know it, it it's hard to say exactly well, where it came from the problem is it's that the whole outcome it is and the problem is they didn't really know because there's no way i could pre-order the game digitally yeah exactly sure. yeah you weren't able to pre-order it on ps4 or xbox yep. one you just yeah. knew from pc or so the that, kickstarter so does that mean that the, the xbox and the ps4 are ass out on that, that pre-order jason or do they just get it automatically uh well if you if you pre-ordered it uh through the kickstarter i think you were able to get it because oh, uh, they gave you they gave you an e- they emailed you okay yeah okay hmm. all right cool thank you um and uh you know i i still say check out the game it looks really fun um it sounds like you really enjoyed the the time you've had when you actually get in so hopefully when uh, when the patch hits, it'll be a really good experience. So, alright, yep. cool. let's uh, let's move into our fan mail for the week. Uh, Eugene, it looks like we have like four questions, maybe five. Yeah, we do have a, a few questions here. I'll start off uh, with Stephen Wiseman. Don't know who that is. So, what is your favorite video game soundtrack? Mine is the Kingdom Hearts series. Um, I go favorite first game. On, I go first on this one because that's a pretty easy one for me. It's Halo. So okay, that's it. Just that orchestra and the uh, yeah, you know the, the choir, the choir yes, singing. Yes, the, the choir especially. Like that's yeah. what does it. Like I remember when they announced, like you remember E three a couple of years ago or whatever when they announced Master Chief Collection, and like the room went dark and you just could, could hear the choir. You just hear it, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, it's so good. It's so <laughs> well, good. it's a lot. It's a lot better than that, but yes, I mean you're you're, you're close. You know, but don't quit your day job. So. so. But I mean, you're, I think you're right, Halo, whenever you're, just when you're playing the game, even I was playing uh, the Master Chief Collection, uh, me and my girlfriend were playing the first one, and just, when it, the music plays to match the tension of the game, yeah. so whenever you get into like a dark area, or you know, uh, the flood is coming towards you, just the, the, the way the music um, just captures the moment, and yep. it, it is which, a soundtrack. Which, which Halo game was it where you're on like the Warthogs, or the or whatever and you're going through at the end of the game and you're there's it's like one. a falling platform almost it's one like um, almost all of them the, sec- yeah. the second one okay. you're up in the sky I think it's, i'm thinking it's either the second or third one oh yeah. okay. so, ones the, played. The, so the first the first game ends on the last level with a warthog level where you have uh-huh. to kind of race through these corridors yeah no this was um, like an outside like on the side i, I think level. the third one is like where yes. you're up in the air you're up in the sky yeah, yeah. um yes yeah, so i think it's three you're right yep uh, okay, for me, I'm gonna go with Fallout Three. Okay. Because I I like too though you can just like turn on the radio and listen to the radio and all these like songs come on, so and those songs have just burned a hole in my head so I can <laughs> sing them at, on a whim at any time. Mm-hmm. As as for me, I I gotta say uh, it's, I've I've gotten them through like Steam, but some of the like Japanese fighting games like. Uh, Guilty Gear or Blaz Blue, 
some of those soundtracks uh, just like, get you so pumped up, mm-hmm. and those those are the best games that I, I guess best soundtracks. Mm-hmm. The best. Yeah. The yeah. best. <laughs> the best ever. I would yeah. say for me, um, I'm a huge fan of Nobuyu Matsu. Uh, he does a lot of uh, uh, the the music for SquareSoft and Square Enix. Uh, so a lot of the Final Fantasy titles, uh, I love its music. He's in a Final Fantasy, Chrono Trigger, uh, anything really to do with Square Enix, uh, Nobuo Yamatsu is mine. Any, any Final, of Final Fantasy music. has good music to it. Yeah, it really yeah and, he, and he composes the majority of their music up to, I think, Final Fantasy X is, mm. is where he kind of stopped. Mm. Mike? I'm going to go a little different direction than you gentlemen. Um, I'm going to go with Guitar Hero 3 because the songs mm-hmm. with that with that version of that that game were very good. Definitely had the best music, Mike. I was gonna yep. say I was gonna name one of them, but I'm like, well, that's kind of cheating. But yeah, yeah. no, I don't think it's cheating. I mean, it, I mean, if you want to really want to cheat, I could say pretty much any Star Wars game that's ever come out. Sure. You know, but uh, I think that you know, I just did, outside of the box is a little different. I, I really liked Guitar Hero Three uh, soundtrack. I'm a big Guitar Hero fan over here, so I'd remove uh, Rock and Roll All Night by Kiss because that song. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't like a lot of their cover artists. Just they don't. They do nail a lot of the voices, but you mm-hmm. can tell in some covers that they don't do so well. Well, they had Social D. They had uh, um, they had Smashing Pumpkins on that one. Mm-hmm. Rage, Rage, Rage Games yeah. Machine, Slow Ride. Yeah, they had One by Metallica, the Jungle. Yep. Uh, yeah, Raining Blood by Slayer. Um, sounds pretty. That, good. Yeah. That, that metal cover of Devil Went Down to Georgia. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Yes. Hit me yeah, with your best shot. So many times don't forget, I don't radio. forget Death Clock. And yeah. and I hear something, I'm like, that's Guitar Hero Three. That's Guitar yeah. Hero Three. I do the yep. same thing. Yeah. Knights of Sendonia by, by the Muse. Yeah. Yeah. God, you're making me want to play it now. <laughs> you you don't want to play it. Six Alright, right, next way is Fall in Chain. What are we got next? Dylan Anderson asks, if you could bring a game or franchise back from the dead, what would it be? So um, he, he, su- he suggests Crisis. So I, I wrote up an article on um, Xbox Culture about six games I'd like to see rebooted. Uh, and one of the games I said was Silent Hill. Uh, and David, you might appreciate that with the, if you like the horror game genre. But I was so excited whenever they released the PT demo. And just that demo alone, was it, it is a scary game. Um, but I love the Silent Hill, uh, Hill series. Um, it was just a great PlayStation franchise. It came over on the uh, Xbox 360 with some of their uh, sequels that they had. But I'd like to see Sh- uh, Silent Hill just make a big comeback. Okay. Well, it probably will make a comeback, but probably as a pachinko machine. Oh, God. <laughs> you got some Konami jokes there. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I got jokes. Uh, let's see. Who else? What would you like to see? Rebooted? I had this for a second here. Grammy, take this one real fast. It just slipped my mind. Well, I'll go for a quick. I'd say a Ninja Turtles game. I haven't haven't played one of those great ones and bring back some nostalgia because I loved Ninja Turtles as a kid growing up. I was a huge Ninja Turtles fan. Did you play the last one, the last arcade game that they had? No. It was an arcade game, but it got pretty good reviews if I remember. The one by Platinum Games? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, well, I think that was the TMNT game, but um, which yeah. I think also got good reviews. But there's yeah. also an arcade version as well. Hmm. Here recently, I know, like I think they last year. 
Uh, the only arcade one I know is the one on NES. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, yeah. no, no, no. I remember, no, no. I remember, I, that's when I played the crap out of. Yeah. There is an arcade game that, that right at the end of the 360s life, when the one about came out, that's uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles um, remastered and all yes. kinds of stuff. Yep. So that was actually pretty good. There. Yeah, it wasn't bad at um, all. So for me, this one, uh, you know, I thought about it, I'm like, I don't know what to come up with, but then it hit me and it's easy. Um, if I could bring one franchise back, I'm going to go down the sports road here, and I'm going to say NCAA football. Mm. And oh, never, yes. It'll never come back, but I wish it would because it was better than Madden every single year. We would play online franchise, the online, like, uh, or online dynasty, sorry, with, you know, a bunch of friends and do the recruiting yeah. against each other and all that stuff, and it was just so much fun. And yeah, I mean, you want to you want to talk about game music too. The yes. the way they had the bands set up in that game, mm -hmm. and the way they built momentum in the games. That that you're yes. right. Oh, glad you brought that up. Momentum was great. Like I, you know, I always play as Minnesota Gophers, so I go into like and do the horseshoe in Ohio State, you know, and uh, and the the pass patterns would be shaking, you know, and the whole stadium shaking because you're the road, you're on the road in a hostile environment, and you're a mm -hmm. serious underdog, and it reflects that in the game. So yeah. there's just little things like that were so cool. You could upload your own music and have your own touchdown music, first down music, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, it was just it was so well done by the end. It was better than Madden every year and a better time with it. And I really wish it would come back, but it won't. Yeah. Uh, speaking of sports games, I really wish they'd do uh, like a Blitz the League or NFL yeah. Street or you mm -hmm. know even even one of those. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I don't think any other company can get an NFL license other than EA. I think they have exclu exclusivity to it. You know, I think you're right. Every way. I wouldn't doubt it. So, because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. yeah. NFL 2K say... was really good too. Back like yes, it was. 2K5. Yes, it was. Yep. Yeah. Never played them. Mm -hmm. NHL but... 2K5 was about freaking impossible to score a goal in. Yeah. Hmm. So what do you got, Mike? You thought of anything? Yeah, I did, I did, but I had something better to say, and then I forgot it when somebody just said something. But um, I guess, um, I guess so for your, now. So your answer is Cafe Fe. And there it is. I I guess off the top of my head, I mean, I'd have to say the Tiger Woods series, but I, I actually had something yeah. that wasn't a sports game. Um. But I just completely lost it. Maybe well, I, I was going to say one that I'm sure it's going to come back. I just don't know when. And hopefully it's soon. As a Metroid game. Yeah. Like mm. a full-blown oh, yeah. Metroid game. Like, that'd be amazing. And the Switch is the time to do it. Well, yeah. yeah. Cause that, I, I really was wishing for a good Star Fox game. And I got Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. Oh, let's not even talk about that. <laughs> yeah, I was... Now the add-on, the add-on in the packaging. Well, what was the uh, kind of the short game that they had with it? That was actually Star really Fox good. Star Fox Guard. Yeah, Star Fox Guard. You're right. That was actually pretty. I, I like Star Fox Guard a lot better than the actual game. Actually, I'm going to retract the, the Tiger Woods thing, and I'm going to go on on Pia on the PlayStation and say I would like to see the another medieval game. Ooh. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Might see that coming soon, especially with all these reboots yeah. they're doing. Crash Bandicoot and everything. They'll, they'll probably have it at E3, and it'll come out in 2026. So. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, I, I just thought of one that I'd, I'd really like. The the one reboot I'd really like is Tactics Ogre. Anybody oh, yes. Yes, I love those tactics. Uh, for SNES and everything, yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, there's Tactics Ogre 64 as well, yeah. Yeah, I've actually got it. Or Ogre Battle 64. Ogre Battle, sorry. Ogre Battle. Yeah. Here. 
but I remember Tactics Ogre on the PlayStation 1, and uh, I just wanted to come back so bad. Yeah, that's a, I mean, those are some, those are some good franchises. Come on, Square, sure. hold up Final Fantasy 7 and give us Tactics Ogre. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm with, I'm with you on that, actually. So, all right, Eugene, uh, what are we got next? Uh, Brian Richland asks, what is your first gaming memory? What turned you into a gamer? Mm. Anybody want to go first? Yeah, yeah, actually, I will. Okay. Um, I'm a little bit before you guys. So uh, a friend of mine had a Commodore 64, and my, my already had a 2600 and stuff like that. It was okay. I mean, I wasn't really too much into it, but he had uh, The Bard's Tale. And for some reason, that, that game interests the hell out of me, you know, being role-playing, building up your guys, you know, these random encounters, going dungeon crawling and stuff like that. I don't know. I would just go over his house and just watch him play all the time. And it was just just what I really, really, really liked, and, you know, good memory. Okay. Who else got next? For, well, for well, me, uh, oh, my, my first uh, gaming memory was Mortal Kombat 2 on the Sega Genesis. Nice, nice. I was, like, five or six, yep. and I just remember, like, uppercutting dudes into spikes <laughs> or into spikes, the pool yeah, of acid. Yeah. Or, you know. yeah. yeah. That was a great game. I loved those games. Mm-hmm. I remember going to Blockbuster and uh, couldn't rent it because uh, there's like news, you know, it was on the news how violent it was and everything, so I wasn't allowed to. Well, it, it, Mortal Kombat was the game that got the ratings board going. Oh, yeah. So. Yep. yeah. That and Night Trap. Yeah, that too. Good guy. And it was also the game that got people started on the idea that gaming makes people violent. Yeah. So, yeah, when, yeah, I, we've, when we've, I shot we've, my first person. <laughs> I, t- I tell you what, though, I'm, you know, I'm not trying to push any buttons here, but you know, they people talk about video games making people violent. I want to know what makes people in the Denver suburbs, high school students in the Denver suburbs, lose their freaking minds once or Playing twice Call of Duty, two or three years. Yeah, you know, and, it's got to be Call something with the elevation. I swear. And Call of Duty, I'm sure. So, <laughs> but no, I, I don't know. But, so okay, um, I would say my. F- earliest memory of like i guess consistently playing the video game would be mario one for the nes i love that game like how you would try to go through it like go through all like the warp zones and get through like eight right away and you could finish the game super fast and there's like hidden like uh, one-ups and stuff like that so that would be my first gaming experience but part where i became a gamer pretty late i would think where i would consistently consider myself a gamer because growing up as a kid you only had access to a couple games and you would trade games and stuff like that and not like consistently get new games and try them out so i would probably have to say it was probably modern warfare uh for okay. 360 oh, man, you're I a light bloomer game a gamer yeah, oh. and, and i am too i am too in a way and i'm gonna uh, touch on this and I, and I won't say modern warfare but it's kind of three games for me, because I was always a sports gamer as a kid. Like, I played my NHL, and I played my, my Madden, and, you know, baseball games and all that stuff. And I never really played too much of the other stuff. Yeah. And then in 2005, I got uh, my Xbox 360, and I got my hands on Call of Duty 2. And it was the mm-hmm. most amazing thing I'd ever seen. Like, mm-hmm. when you start that game, and you have the, like, landing on Normandy... And all yeah. that stuff, is, it was just amazing. And, and, yeah, I'm a little biased. So, you know, I'm a history major in college and all that stuff, so it was, like, right up my alley. But really, really cool. And that got me into shooters. And then a couple years later, I got my hands on Bioshock. 
and that mm-hmm. taught me the the incredible world and story that games can drop you in. Yeah. And and that was awesome. And then a couple years after that, I got Red Dead Redemption. Nice. And that really taught me to appreciate just open world games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was not an open world gamer at all before that. I, I wanted my linear games. I still kind of prefer my linear games, but I definitely prefer open world much more now. After seeing a game like that, where I can go do anything, and I feel like I can create whatever adventure I want for the character that I have. Gotcha. In any in any one play session, and it's just it's uh, those are the three games that I would say really shaped uh, shaped me as a gamer, and and made me really appreciate the the medium as art. Yeah. Gotcha. And just entertainment. So. The, the the game that actually got me to buy a 360, and I don't know what would have else would have was actually Guitar Hero 3 you're talking about it mm-hmm. I, I bought Guitar Hero 3 and I bought the 360 when I was out of town at a hotel mm-hmm. and that was my first ever like up to date system basically gotcha okay. Okay. so just real quick for me uh, Tetris I, I, I lived in Korea uh, in the late 80's uh, that's where I grew up and uh, we got a lot of multi-carts some Chinese hacked uh, multi-carts so but I do remember uh, Super Mario Brothers specifically, and then Tetris specifically. Just playing with my family uh, is mm-hmm. kind of like a family game night thing that we did. Cool. Uh, where hey, I'm gonna beat you at Tetris tonight, so we get together and play some Tetris, and also Pac-Man. So late NES days. Cool. Cool. Yep. Uh, we had one more question from Brandon Myers. Uh, Brandon Meyer asked, uh, "What are your thoughts on cross-platform play?" Do you believe all consoles should be able to play cross-platform? Hmm. I believe gonna, it. Will it ever happen? I think it's a pipe dream. I gotta go on this one because I gotta say something real quick, and then you guys can go into your Switch defense mode. Um, when it's never, it's never gonna happen with the Switch because when you have to have like a special freaking headset to just be able to talk to somebody playing Splatoon Two. Yeah, you saw that we- yes. weirdo headset. That's the dumbest oh, thing my I've God. ever seen, and I don't oh, in the news. I didn't put it in the news because I didn't want to turn into like Switch Bash Fest. No, but... no, you're right. It's ridiculous. Talk about so explain it. explain this. I don't know about this, so I'm so, curious. So there's a rumor. Well, the report is that Splatoon Two is going to come with its own little headset in the box. It's not a rumor. Yeah, it's it's actually for sure. Yeah, this okay. makes sense. So it's coming... kind of sounds like what stop they do. Stop it, Graham. Stop it. No, I'm saying it makes sense. Uh, if I, not if I had like a newspaper. I'd whack you on the nose right now. I don't mean in and... general it makes sense. It just makes Nintendo <laughs> just... sense. So they're going to send a special headset where you have to connect, like, multiple wires different places. Oh, no. Just to be able to talk to people while you're playing the game. Yeah. So I, I put up the article on our Facebook page. Uh, the the adapter is shaped like a squid. It is oh, shaped no. like a squid. It has two tentacles. So you have to have two cables. Um, one hooks into the actual switch, and then the other has to hook up to your headset jack on your phone. And then coming out of the top is the actual headset. Mm-hmm. So it splits. So this is I don't know what year Nintendo is, but it, it it's worse than like an old PS2 headset from back it, in the it day. It looks like what I have to do to get our party chat into Twitch. Mm. It kind of looks like that. It looks like something that you had to yeah. do in like the early 2000s to get yes. uh, to get your PS2 and or Xbox hooked up to the internet yep. if you had dial up. Yeah, you had to switch between the up and uh, the Ethernet cables, uh, but it's ridiculous, and it's, it's ridiculous, ridiculous that you have to. I, I don't understand why they don't just have a Bluetooth headset that can ho- hook up directly to Switch. Yeah. So, Grant, if you plan on playing, 
on your TV. You can't even you can't even um, um, play on your TV because you have to have the switch. You have to have oh, the actual handle. Oh, Jesus Christ. So you yeah. can't even play because the cable has to be connected to the switch. So how does it connect? Is it USB-C or? No, it's, 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 it's a short cable. Auxiliary. It's auxiliary. They're all yeah. auxiliary. So you have and to have your phone out, switch, yep. and the headset. Yes, like, because, three wires. Oh, sorry, Graham, the, the, chat, the chat goes through an app on your phone. Oh, I was going to say, does the phone oh. for, provide phantom power or something? No, it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry, that's one part we left out. The chat actually goes through an app on your phone. It doesn't even go through the console. Yeah, like, the game audio comes from the console. Yeah. It, it's bad. I wish I could write an article on it for Xbox, cult, uh, Xbox Culture, but it's not going to happen. But, Don't worry. Yeah, Nintendo it, Culture it, will be around soon enough, so you'll be able yeah, to get yeah. that in there. But... I, I'm still going to write not now, already but, a thing? But anyway, anyway, so cross-platform play. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me finish real quick. So when it comes to Xbox and Sony, um, should it happen? Absolutely. This is 2017, and all this technology is available. In fact, Microsoft has said they're willing to do it. All it's going to tell you at this point is Sony saying, okay. Now, Sony, again, being a company that's all about choice for gamers, are you going to give gamers a choice whether or not they want to play with people on Xbox, or are you going to make the choice for them? Up to you. Uh, I understand the business side of it, but you're already so far ahead that what's it going to hurt? And yeah. I, I don't I don't see why not, but they, they won't do it. Sony won't do so it. So I know Go ahead. It's very simple. Well, I mean, not to, I'm not being condescending. I mean, it's just money. It's just money. Yeah. Because if you have seven friends that play on the PS4 and you really want an Xbox, you know, and you all play Rocket League and it's going to be cross-platform compatible, then it, one guy's going to go out of the Xbox to the PS4 and that takes money out of their pocket. Yeah. So I, yeah. I totally agree with you, Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it all comes down to money and it all comes down to competition. So where, where's the competition anymore? Uh, there's no purpose to be a PlayStation gamer or an Xbox gamer because you can play any game together. It's not going to work. So I, I, I agree that some games, you know, it may work. Like Rocket League, it doesn't matter what pl- uh, platform you play on. But when it comes to games like Call of Duty or Destiny, they yep. want, you know, PlayStation and Xbox fight over who's going to have exclusive rights to early oh, access yeah. for X- or for Call of yeah. Duty or early access to Destiny or the exclusive DLC. You can't have that if if there's going to be cross-platform play. So I agree that on certain games that it could work like Rocket League, I think that would be a fantastic game. And actually, when those rumors came out that, hey, Xbox is all go- uh, good for it, is is about Rocket League specifically. And, mm-hmm. you know, that could work on that. And it, and it worked with uh, um, Final Fantasy back in the day. And actually, you know, Microsoft was the opposite of Sony. Sony was all for cross-platform on Final Fantasy. You know, mm-hmm. I think that, that that's a great console to do it on. Yeah. And they actually do it with... Uh, um, Final Fantasy Online, you can play mm-hmm. uh, 14 uh, is what I'm talking about. You can play uh, with PC players and mm-hmm. chat and communicate and uh, play together, but I, I don't think it can work because like what Mike said, it's all about money. It's all about getting exclusive rights, and this is the you, system that this is the system that you need to play Call of Duty on or Destiny. Go ahead. Let me ask you this. So you, you bring up a great point. You're right. Um, what if you said, we'll do cross-platform play six months in? To a game's release, to breathe life into it. No, it's, because it's, a lot, it's, but but here's the thing though: a lot of times games lose their online life after four or five months. All it takes is a simple unlock. Yeah, but that's why. I mean, so it's why bullshit. not it at that point? It's, it's bullcrap at that game. point. So why not I mean, need to breathe life in the game? So I think uh, you know what it comes down to is most of the games that you play have dedicated servers. So who's going to host do. the servers and who's going to? who's going to host the servers and who's going to pay for that. Cause that's what it comes down to is yeah. that 
uh, when it comes to a game like Destiny. So who's going to pay for to support these matches? Um, and right. there, there'll be too many fights, and there'll be too many rights, and no. it, it'll, it'll and just be human. Agents. You're right, and, so. and I agree. I think we're all in agreement so far that it's never going to happen. But um, who else, Graham and, and David? What do you think? You know, I think uh, cross-platform play could be a thing. Like, I get what you guys say. It's a business thing. Somebody's got to make money off of it and all this stuff. But, you know, it's when it comes down to it, you're not just playing the same game. Just let everybody play the same game together. Yeah. Why you got to alienate everybody, like, you know. Yeah. And, I, and, I get, and, and I'm with you on that 100%, but I also get, like, what Eugene and Mike are saying, where these companies, like, you know, Sony and Microsoft spend millions and millions of dollars to get, like, exclusivity for either DLC or or time DLC or something to get people to play that game on that platform. And plus... Well, that, that, plus that sounds like their problem. Like, yeah, it is. Why would, I, why would I want to get a PS4 just so I could... Oh, man. Like, I can get this... ...in Destiny. Yeah. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. no, I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. No, and, and, and I'm with you. I mean, I, I... What ultimately made the decision for me to get the console I got... Uh, in 2013 was where do all my friends play you know yeah. the, the people yeah. I enjoy playing with they all play on Xbox so that's what I got yeah and actually and actually I did get a PS4 at launch too but but that's one of the big reasons I kept going back to Xbox that's where my friends are yeah so same, same like uh, you know I got an Xbox one on day my, my big cause I used to work at a game store and my everyone's like mm-hmm. oh, which one's better and I'd be like well here, here's the thing what do your friends play on? You, your product exclusive. Yeah. Which controller do you like? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the the controller was a big part of. It. So I yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Of the oh yeah. I've been a yeah. strong arguing that Xbox controller's been better all the time, and like the newest one of the PS PlayStation is really resembles an Xbox as close as possible, but I with still all, think Xbox still gets right. But yeah. still have the assets. But having so, said that, too, the Nintendo's Pro Controller <laughs> is an amazing controller. I was about to say. I, know, I was about to say. I know. Yeah, I was like, come on, even Nintendo has the offset. Like, yeah. yeah. But, yeah. and really, to be fair, the real, for me anyway, the, the DualShock 4, I only like it for one game, and that's MLB The Show, and that's because that's the only controller I can use for that game. Yeah. I have nothing to compare it to. So yeah. I've gotten used to playing it on that controller. As I say, I absolutely hate that controller because sometimes when I try to find that options button, I can't find it. Like, so if you're yeah. playing a game where you gotta quickly hit it or something like that, like I'm sure, like if I kept playing it, my muscle memory would help me. But mm-hmm. like just picking it up every once in a while, it's like I gotta reconfigure myself to figure out this controller. Yeah, that's not it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, and Grant, what are your thoughts? You think it's ever gonna happen? My thoughts is as close as you're gonna get to it. Is you're gonna get between PC to Xbox, PS4 to Vita or whatever, yep. 3DS to Switch. They're gonna stay in their own little networks and stuff like that. It would be great to see, but like you said, you guys all raised great points about it's the money thing, it's exclusivity, it's like there's just too many things where it's it's like it makes more sense for them to not allow it than let mm-hmm. us have the freedom. So it'd be great, but we're not going to see it. That's my opinion. The point I love that you brought up, though, and sorry, whoever else is trying to go, um, uh, but is the PC part for Xbox, because I think they're going to do a lot with that at E3. Yeah. 
Yes. I yeah. think they're going mm-hmm. to drop a bombshell with that at E3, something. And it's either going to be exclusive agreement with a developer or publisher, or something with Steam. Mm-hmm. Because they've, they've been building a relationship with Steam. So, we'll, we'll see what yeah. it ends up being, but that would be a huge, huge way. I, I think that's going to be one of my predictions. I'm not going to spoil it, but I, I've yeah. said it before about Steam and Xbox. I'm going to make that one of my predictions. No, I've said it before. Yeah. I've talked about it before. So. <laughs> so but, you know, to I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, so you, know, you know what I was going to say of, uh, yeah. about ex- uh, exclusivity? And you know what I wish would really happen is if Nintendo, and I'm going to drop a bomb chill on you, Graham. I wish Nintendo would stop making consoles and just be a publisher and yes. then make their games for yes. PlayStation. Me too. Tyler's been saying that too, make, but make I don't get for what, Eugene? Uh, for for Sony and Microsoft, just uh, just yeah. be a publisher. Make make I a Mario see. game, and I know that like what Sega did. Yeah, they, yep. yeah, yeah, exactly. Except I don't want them to go out of business. I just want them, I, oh. I really don't want them to make consoles anymore because they're not great consoles makers, but they're great makers of video games, and that's where all their yeah. money is. So you think we'll ever see a Zelda game on a three on an Xbox? I think it's a possibility in the future if they keep uh, making these flops with their consoles, which uh, Switch is successful so far, but you cannot buy one right now. That's the issue. But here's here's the question, though. So I was just going to ask Graham this. And do you love the Switch so far because of Zelda, or do you love Zelda because of the Switch? And I think most people would say they love the Switch because of Zelda. That Zelda is such a great game. I I made that point. Mario Kart. I. And Mario Kart. You know what I mean, though? But it's the games but, that make that system. Yes. It's not the system that makes the games. Yeah, and I'll be honest. I love my Switch. I, I love Nintendo. I always love Nintendo. Um, mm-hmm. But I, the last game I bought was Street Fighter for the Switch a week ago, actually. Mm-hmm. And I played it a little bit, and I got tired of it just because it, it's just not a fantastic game. They don't have a yeah. lot of games on the Switch. So exactly like you said, right now, it's a, I played it for Zelda. And I played. I still play it for Mario Kart, but I mean, I, I got the about the same Mario Kart on the Wii, uh, Wii U rather. And then I got you. I could have gotten Zelda on the Wii U as well, but mm-hmm. you know, I, I like my Switch. But I don't know, kind of going off tangent. But like, I, yeah. I like my Switch too. But since I have the Pro controller, I've interacted with the Switch less. I probably just pretty much pick up the controller and turn it on and use it as a console instead of a handheld. Well, like yeah, before, yeah. I was like more interacting, like sliding so off the about the about the pro controller. Why didn't they? Oh. You know, we we're talking about the headset. Why didn't they include a? Why didn't they include a headset jack in the pro controller? I know that's, that's like one question. thing I look for too. Yeah. Because because then you'd have to include four wires to get to your phone and the switch and the TV and your dog. <laughs> and but I don't have a dog. Stuff. Well, then you don't get to talk to people. Sorry. Well, damn it. <laughs> So, all right, is that it for questions? I think mm-hmm. so. Okay. All right, so uh, thank you, everybody, for joining us for episode number 51. Uh, David, thank you for joining us. Uh, we'd love Thanks to have you back. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes, we'd thank love, you. We'd love to have you back during uh, E3 week if you wanted to come back and talk about one of the uh, the conferences. Yeah, I think, but, I think yeah. they got me doing Ubisoft. Cool. Oh, we would love, we would Poor love, you. We would love to have you on and talk Ubisoft on uh, on Monday evening. So, dude, um, honestly, I'm probably just gonna bash it because I hate Ubisoft. That's fine. Thinking, <laughs> we'll have you on there because nobody else wants to talk about them. Because, <laughs> yeah, because what we do on on Monday is we actually do Ubisoft and Sony together. So oh. in in one show. So uh, it'll be fun to to bash Ubisoft for 15 minutes and then talk about Sony for an hour. So you know uh, <laughs> that that's generally how it works out. So, because I think last year we talked about Steep for like five minutes, and we talked about South Park for ten, 
And then we talked about Sony. Mm-hmm. If I remember right. Give us Black Flag 2. Yeah. Then we'll just, talk good about you. Yeah, something like mm-hmm. that. Just, just give us games when you say you're going to have them out. That, that's all I want. Yeah. So, all right. But thank you for joining us. I, I appreciate it, man. And uh, we, we'd love to have you back E3 week and, and, of course, beyond that as well. Um, please, everybody, head on over to xboxculture.net. Uh, check out David's review of Friday the 13th and check out the articles that we're writing. We have two big articles coming out for pre-E3. Uh, predictions and what we want to see and then another one on what each uh, major company needs to do to be successful. So please check those out. Help support us there. Uh, help support our podcast by heading on to Facebook and joining the Third Sun Gaming Podcast uh, forums where you can ask questions and if they're right on the show you'll be submitted uh, you'll be entered, I'm sorry, to win our monthly giveaways, just like the four people were tonight. So, uh, with that, for Mike, Graham, Eugene, and David, I am Tyler saying thank you so much for joining us for episode number 51. We'll be back next week with episode number 52, the final episode of 43. Until then, everybody, uh, have a great week, stay safe, play some great games, and we'll talk to you later. See ya. Take care, everyone. Later. Bye.